Good evening, Bangkok, and a big welcome to the episode number six, Friends for Success for SSKL. And good afternoon to our friends in Dubai time zone or in London time zone. And over to you, Lisa. Good morning from Kansas City, central time zone in US where it's 8 a.m. We are really spanning the globe, Kitty. Yeah, 12 hours difference, my goodness. <laughs> Every other Wednesday, we have done it for six episodes now. But this episode is particularly special because we skipped the last one. This Lisa wasn't very well. So it has been a month, four weeks, if not slightly longer since the last one. So we're very keen on getting this one out because the topic is very important for both of us, talking about friends and let alone we're talking about friends for success. So we're taking the, the simple word friend to a completely different level. So now, obviously, we all know what has been happening in the world locally, regionally and globally, you know, with COVID, political issues. And we thought about, you know, this topic being friends, because often we don't actually sit down and define what friends really mean and who they actually are. And in fact, many of us, as soon as we meet someone, if I want to refer somebody else to somebody else, it's like, oh, I just met someone, he's a friend of mine. Mm -hmm. So the term is being used very loosely. And I doubt if many of us have actually sat down and thought about what it means to us. What are friends? who are they really and especially with what's going on globally we sometimes say well it really create the space for us to look at who our true friends are if that's the case my question is does that mean we have been spending a lot of time with false friends because of the expression that we use so fruitful thoughts what about your thoughts lisa yeah, I think you make a really great point, Kitty, about perhaps not really considering. And when you when you just introduced all of that, it made me think of have I been taking my true friends for granted? You know, mm -hmm. if we're if we're so loose in our definition of friends as just a simple acquaintance, um, then what about the true friends? And I think that really considering what a friend means to us and how we define it is is a very worthwhile use of a few minutes of our time particularly in the way things are right now as our world has become so closed in i don't know about you but the us we're still very much under lockdown and and cases of covid continue to rise so as we continue to close in um, our environments i think mm. it's really really worth sort of considering how we are defining our friends and is it just somebody we have a zoom happy hour with you know <laughs> absolutely and i think you have a good point not only maybe we have taken our good friends for granted but also have we actually appreciated our connection with them for a start and on top of that we actually now realize that because our opinions and perspective may be even more divided than ever and some of us will even come out stronger in terms of what we stand for and what we believe. You know, does it make us feel that maybe some people we know, friends or not, are not actually we, who, who we think they are in a way? And, you know, what's your experience this year? Especially, I think, so far year 2020 has been somewhat... Um, uh, unique, if I say so. And um, has it actually made you look at your friends differently? Did you discover some connection that you thought they weren't quite what you thought they were, Lisa? Yes, Kitty, I think, I think because we have had to work a little bit harder to mm. spend time with our friends, 
I know personally, I've been a lot more judicious about who I have been choosing my time, spending my, choosing to spend my time with. Um, partly simply because of logistics. I mean, it, we haven't, mm, it, hasn't, it hasn't been safe. You know, we haven't been able to, to go out like we, like we would normally. And I, I did have a socially distanced lunch a couple of weeks ago with a- <laughs> <laughs> for real we we made a plan we brought picnic lunches we decided to meet in a really large green space where there were picnic tables and we could spread out i mean this had to be orchestrated it really did and these are a couple of people who i would definitely classify as friends and i, I think we're going to talk more later about what that actually means but one of them is a woman who she actually was a yoga student. We, we talked about yoga the last time, the last time we had our, our episode. And mm. I met her very similarly to how I met you in yoga. And we just had that connection. And the other person is a gentleman whom I don't know very well, but mm. and I don't see him very often now. He, he also came to my yoga classes, but now that we're not doing live yoga classes, I haven't seen him but I definitely consider him a friend anyway. So I think those are some super interesting things that perhaps we can dig into, but back to my picnic lunch. So we were actually talking about this very thing and how during the times, the times of COVID, our circle in some ways has very much expanded because we are doing so much online. So mm. we have access to more people through the computer. Mm-hmm. However, most of us, the three of us at this particular lunch, all agreed that our inner circle has contracted a little bit. Mm-hmm. So that has been my experience that outwardly, I'm perhaps more active, more out there because so much is happening online. So I might be more visible. I might be exposing myself and being exposed to more people. However, my close circle, I definitely feel has gotten smaller because some of the the social events that we might attend, you know, Mm. they're not happening. And so I think it's been a really unique opportunity to consider. Absolutely. As I was saying, you've brought to a fantastic point that because we are a bit more careful about who we spend time with and how much trust we have. And more importantly for me is, is it really worth me risking it to see someone, you know, as I term it, whether it's a friend or acquaintance. So I think in a way, closing in is good, but it makes us evaluate, you know, who our so-called true friends are and whether it's actually worth spending the time. And when I, I know for myself, and I don't know how you feel and, and how our audience feel, as we encourage everyone to really reconsider and evaluate the, the word friend, I, I always feel that, you know, if I'm going to meet someone, whether it's online or in person, is it really worth my time? Not in a sense that, well, I get something in return, but more whether that time spent, is it really worthwhile? Or am I better off actually not spending any energy to connect with someone? Because every time we meet someone, you know, sometimes you meet someone for five minutes and you walk away and you feel completely drained, whereas some people you can spend hours just to have a chat. But after hours of conversation, you come out, you feel really uplifted. So, you know, all this for me, I put it into my consideration. You know, is it really worth me making this connection with that someone? And for me, 
you know, that really tells me who are actually that important in my life and who I actually consider as friends. And, you know, I don't have like lose friends or close friends. They're either friend or they don't make the list at all. <laughs> Not saying that, you know, I, you know, I'm egotistical or anything. <laughs> but I think where, as and when we grow older, you know, we are a bit more selective on you know, the people that we want to spend time with because, you know, I'm actually quite self-sufficient. I enjoy spending time alone and it's better to have no company than the wrong company. That's all I always feel. And I know some people will probably prefer having any company better than no company because that's just how, you know, they're made up, you know. So I think it's important for us to understand what we need and who we are, whether we are happy to be on our own or whether we are the, the sort of person that who needs people around us, whether they're good company or bad company, understanding how we are and who we are and what we need. And then from there, we can really sit there and define, okay, what does friend really mean? And what do I need for we call friends for success? Great, great points. And at the risk of sounding cold, our our, fr our friends who are watching are going to be thinking, oh my gosh, my God. I did I make her list? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I love it because it's true. We are speaking about people. And of course, we, we, you know, we don't, we don't mean to sound harsh, but the reality is friends are external stimulation just as anything else, just as turning on the TV, watching the news, reading a book. It's something that we allow in. There's the expression, you know, do you have his or her ear? Well, if somebody has my ear, I want to be very mindful of what's coming, of what's coming in, you know, especially in today's world. And there's a, a famous quote um, that goes something like, we are the average of the five people who we spend most of our time with. And I think that really speaks to this very point that we mm -hmm. are um, absorbing a lot from the people that we're spending time with. So yeah, I, I, I do agree with you. It's, it's wise to choose, to choose very carefully. Mm. I think individually we hold up to our own thoughts, but when we spend time with people collectively, we also go out and collect energy. And I, I remember some time ago, I did a video and I talk about life is like a buffet, you know, making friends is like a buffet. So you need to know what you're hungry for, what you need to nourish your body. And then you go out and see who can actually provide what you don't have, but you need. And whether you can find that one person who can make the right connection, because even if I just need, you know, a good laugh, not everyone will be able to share that sort of laugh that I'm looking for. And also what makes me laugh may not make you laugh, you know, and vice versa. So for me, I think, you know, spending time with people, you know, being mindful about, you know, the energy that we share with other people and the energy that we're likely to pick up from others as well. Um, especially now when we look at how our environment is, there's so much noise out there mm -hmm. for us to be able to stay self-centered and grounded it's important that we don't mix with the wrong current. Mm. Um, and then of course, like what you said, more so in the US and certain countries, 
the lockdown is still so severe. So even when we know we need something in order to, to reach out, I know with Zoom or Facebook, Skype, whatever, online, it's never the same as spending time in person. And that's for sure. So I could have 100 calls a day, but it will never replace one good quality connection in person, even for that five minutes. I think going forward, not knowing how the world is going to be, we really need to be highly aware and mindful about the energy that we create and co-create with the people that we spend time with and choose people wisely as friends for success because going forward, how do we actually support and sustain and nourish, not just us, the people around us, if we really want to change and break this circuit that we are confined into, um, it is all down to us. You know, every single choice, including having a chat with someone, I think they all will have a major impact it's more as it may seem to us, but collectively, you know, we can create and make changes if, if we put the intention out there. Yeah, I think so. And I, um, and I, 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 I'd be curious to know your thoughts on this, but when I'm working with my, with my clients, whether they're individual clients or in a group, I, I stress a lot that whether it's a healthy eating habit or yoga or mindfulness, whatever it is, that they're simply experiments. And so to try something out, see mm -hmm. how you feel and then inform your decision going forward. And I would say that the same is true with spending time with people, right? I like what you talked about is the energy. What kind of energy are you getting? How do you feel after? Are you energized and inspired or are you exhausted, right? Mm -hmm. And so I think that could be a nice way to consider if we've spent time with someone and we walk away, how do we feel? That gives us so much information. Do we feel uplifted? Do we feel supported? Or like you said, do we feel exhausted? I mean, again, we're gonna sound so harsh, but you've maybe heard the topic energy vampire. <laughs> there are some people who just suck your energy dry, right? And so it's really good information to have as we decide how we're going to spend our most valuable resource, which is our time. Absolutely. I like the way you just said, you know, how do we feel about it? Because I think it was the last episode or the episode before we talk about feelings don't lie. And sometimes we can sit there and people will say, and I hear that a lot. Yeah, but he's all right. He's a nice guy. Yeah, but they're all right. You know, why? Why don't we just go and spend time with them? But it isn't about that. It isn't everybody is all right. Oh, he's a nice guy. You know, they don't mean any harm. It's, it's not saying that, you know, we label people as he's the bad guy, she's the bad guy, you know, they are the wrong crowd. There's, there's no such thing, but we just have to be a bit more selective and really understand and, and get a sense of how we feel about it all. Um, it isn't about, you know, what we think or what other people think. Right. It's not about being right or wrong, is it? It's about an, uh, the right fit. And this is true Absolutely. with any relationship, whether it's a job, a romantic relationship, no one's right or wrong, as you say. It's simply a matter of, is this a good fit? And is this a good fit for me in this very moment? You know, I think friendships change, needs change, times change. As we're talking a lot right now about the lockdown or COVID, this is our normal right now, you know? And as back to my socially distanced picnic lunch, that's what we were talking about. It's like, we have to figure out how and with whom to be friends in this world today now because it's what we've got right and it's really all that we have 
<laughs> but also, I think other than the changing environment, we also change because, you know, as of when we grow older, it's no difference to yoga practice. You know, your body changes, your sensation changes, your connection changes. So I sometimes hear people saying that, oh, because of the politics and all sorts of things flying around, they say, oh, I can't believe he's like this, you know, or, or she's like that. And I feel that a lot of the time, as we grow and we live in different environments, especially, you know, me being an expat, I don't have the, the foundation where most people have at home, which is not a right or wrong thing or good or bad. It's just the environment is different. So I need to open my mind and be more um, open to people around me to welcome people in my life and at the same time as selective as, as I need to be. And for those who are staying at home and their experience might be different, you know, they may look at things, you know, more kind of in front of them um, because there are less global issues to, to think about. Um, it's, it's just when we get a bit older, we change and our friends will change too. And definitely I've noticed that not because me being an expat or anything, but even some of the friends that, you know, I've known from, I don't know, 20 years ago, I've noticed that over the course of the last two decades, how I have changed and how they have changed. And from being very close with each other to I could see, you know, the distance getting bigger and bigger simply because I don't feel that the connection is there anymore. It's not that they're drifting away. It could be I am going one direction, they're going yeah, one that, direction. And again, that's it's very easy, yeah. Right. I mean, and again, there's nothing wrong with that. I think, I think it's so important to to notice or to ask what we still have in common with our friends. And it, it doesn't have to be that we have everything in common, but do we still have that connection? I guess, and and perhaps to just honor that they they might have been a really fantastic friend for one particular period of our lives, right? You know, sometimes there's another saying that goes, there are friends for a reason, a season, and some friends for life. And, and sometimes we need someone desperately to get us through a really tough spot. And there are people who are there for us. And then it's okay if, if we move on, you know, I, I often think, do I really still have that connection with that person or is all we have in common simply the past? Isn't it iron that you just said, you know, sometimes friends come in or people come into our life or reason or season or for life. Whilst we're encouraging our friends here to think about the meaning and the intention we want to put behind this simple word friends and let alone we're talking about friends who can sustain our new meaning of success. At the same time, you know, there are people who just come in for a reason or season or for life. It kind of... Um, there's some sort of contradiction between the two perspectives, you know, to be selective of who we spend time with, but at the same time be open because people may just come in for a very short period of time. It, it doesn't matter whether we see them once a week or once a year. It doesn't matter whether we only meet them, you know, just once ever in our life. And I think friends for success, when we talk about the new meaning of success, we need to focus on the connection, not the duration, because some people often we think, well, but I've known her for ages. I've known him since I was a child. And because of that attachment, we are very reluctant to let go of certain connection or friendship that we have, which may not be actually nurturing us going forward. 
And also because of that, you know, we are actually putting a lot more harmful energy out there because we feel that we, we need to cling on to something which was good for us and we want it to stay longer. And I feel friends for success, most important of all is to be clear about the sort of success we're looking for as we um, define it in the very first episode. But more importantly, it's really understanding, you know, who we are and what we need because friends for success or even anyone that, that I will keep around me, I the quality I look for and, and you know, correct me if, if I'm wrong, Lisa, I don't know if you're looking for the same thing, you know, is really for someone not to come and fix my issues. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're there to listen and they actually allow me and encourage me to be who I am. And especially when we are on that journey, sometimes even small step is very, you know, scary because we're constantly asking ourselves to step out from our comfort zone. Are our friends there, you know, allowing us the space to do what we feel we need to? They are there to tell us the truth, not there to tell us what we want to hear. Yeah, I think that's true. I think that as we defined in the very first episode, success is certainly not necessarily about material wealth, although it can be. Um, It's not about, you know, external. It's certainly very much about who we are inside. And to me, a friend for success or perhaps a friend for connection or even a friend for life is someone who allows you and encourages you to be the most authentic authentic version of yourself that you can be, right? They hold mm-hmm. space for you. And sometimes that's really it, is literally just being there and holding space without offering advice, without you know telling you what you wanna hear, literally just being there to see you and to hear you. Um, because isn't that what, one of the things I think we want as humans more than anything else is simply to be seen and heard, you know? Mm, absolutely but being seen and heard uh, like what you said you know there are lots of fixes out there Mm. sometimes the best way to support our friends is just to let them be rather than you know trying to come up with solution to to make them feel better to do I guess in many ways we when we see our friends who are hurting or suffering Mm. we want to be able to do something to offer something concrete to to get them out from where they are but there are times that you'll be the true friends and friends for success for the sort of life that we're talking about. At times, we know it may be difficult for us as friends, at times, taking a step back and allowing that person to be, or even just going down with spiral if that's where they're heading to, if we feel that's where they need to go through first mm-hmm. before they can bounce back up. We just have to step back and allow that journey to happen. Um, for us as friends to manipulate anyone's journey, it's, it's, it's not really the, <laughs> the best way forward. Yeah, yeah. Let me ask you a tough question, okay? Right, go on. Have you ever, have you ever broken up with a friend? Yes. <laughs> you have? Oh my gosh, I have. Really... <laughs> Be careful, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to break up with me over Zoom, so... <laughs> I have. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Because I think one of my tendencies, and maybe some of our viewers can relate, is just sticking with things even when they're not working. 
Um, I mean, I'm mm. going to finish the book I start no matter how much I hate the book, right? And so it's something that can be really challenging for me. So I'd love to hear you speak to that just for a few minutes. It's funny that you talk about the book. Um, I, <laughs> some friends also have to say, well, if it's a bad book, still finish it. You know, it may, it may change it. But I was like, I guess both perspectives are right, depending on what you're leaning onto more. For me, if I sense that it's not really doing much for me, even though that's so-called, that's no harm to finish the book. But for me, I'm actually wasting my time to do something that I know I won't enjoy. Um, but obviously, you know, maybe the last chapter is going to bring the whole story out, you know, <laughs> to be completely, you know, different from what, what I have in my mind. But friends, yes, I have broken up with um, a couple of people before. And uh, funny that you asked me because my daughter asked me the same thing. You know, little <laughs> girls now <laughs> having oh. problems with friends in school. So there's no right or wrong, but the way that I hold myself and to, because I, I always feel our space is, is sacred. It's not saying that my space is special, but for me to be who I am, I really need to be selective with who I spend time with. Mm -hmm. So people who come into my life, they're always welcome. But as we said, you know, I focus on connection, not duration. So there are new friends that I met in Bangkok, you know, we just moved here about a year ago. Immediately, I feel there's a connection and they mean a lot to me. And I know that as and when we move on or when they move on, we may not see each other. It's often just like you and I, you know, met in Dubai and then New York, you know, and then we didn't see each other for about a decade and we hooked up again. You know, that, that sort of connection is what, what I look for. But we can feel it in our heart. You know, we don't analyze, oh, I haven't seen Lisa for 10 years. Maybe I don't speak to her again. Um, so for me, true friends, friends for success, one, I need to feel there's a true connection in my heart. Um, two, I feel there's, um, there's trust mm -hmm. with each other. Mm -hmm. And that trust is so intangible that you can't even start measuring. And there are no way to tell if that person is trustworthy because it's all here. If the connection is there, how deep that connection is, how much trust can you put it out there? And then for me is, you know, whether that, that person, does he talk the walk or does he actually walk the talk? Um, you know, people can say whatever they want to say, but I actually look at, you know, action, not just towards me as a friend, but also the action that they, they do towards themselves. In their because lives, their, yeah, absolutely. In order to support someone, you got to be it first. You know, I can extend myself and then support all of my friends however I want. But if I don't actually support myself, mm -hmm. then there's a huge discrepancy from what we say we do and what we actually do, whether it's in our life or in other people's life. And for me, the first and foremost connection we need to make and the so-called friend for success this is real the first one is with ourselves so whatever we do on ourselves I observe people around me a lot if they don't do what they say they do or what they tell me or advise me to do then for me you know it, it doesn't work because how could you say one thing to me and you do something completely different to yourself of course you know there are exceptions in situations but Generally, you get my sense that, you know, it's the connection, it's what they actually do in their life. 
and I'm not talking about, you know, keep going, keep trying to be successful. You know, I have some friends who don't seem to be successful in the way that it's defined. But for me, they're truly successful because they keep stepping up. They keep, you know, getting out from their comfort zone to try things, even though they may not have achieved what we consider by the society as success. But the courage that they have, you know, the integrity, the tenacity that they have and the persistency, for me, that's success for life. You know, even they may not be having, the, you know, whatever that we see as, as the materialistic success. And for me, as a friend, that's the sort of friend I want to make. And the fact that we have a connection, you know, we feel, you know, the same way into us different things in life. And even though we may do things completely differently professionally and how we live is, is irrelevant because it's, it's your spirit, it's your essence. And to come back to your question is a long winded answer. Yes, I broke up with some friends because uh, very simple, there's one person who's constantly late. And I said, you know, I don't like people being late. He said, well, you know, I try, I said, no good trying, show it to me. So <laughs> I had the, I had to clarify, you know, being punctual it is a, is a given. I kept waiting about five minutes this morning because I wasn't ready. Oh, I'm so scared. <laughs> so this this guy, uh, I think even after our little chit chat, he was still late. And I was like, mate, you know, I just cannot, you know, do this because there are things I love about you, but there are things I don't love about you. So in the end, I, I just kind of didn't see him as much. Uh, as much as I felt there's a connection, but for me, it's like, well, there are things that are important to me. Yeah. And then somebody else, um, I think she said she would deliver something, not not as good, but, you know, promises, mm -hmm. but three times disappeared, you know, mm -hmm. never delivered her words or kept her words. And for me, three strikes, mm -hmm. <laughs> you're <Yeah>. out. <laughs> and I don't mean to paraphrase your words for you, Kitty, but what I was hearing from that was simply a matter of respect. You know, it sounds Absolutely. to me like in each of those situations, your friends, they weren't respecting you. They weren't respecting your time in the case of the gentleman who was late all the time. They weren't res having respect for you. And, and again, I think it comes down to trust. Um, you know, I, I made a couple, I wrote a couple of words that really jumped out at me when you were speaking that made me think of what really is valuable to me and a friend and the first and foremost is definitely connection. Mm. Trust is paramount, right? We have to trust our friends to be able to be vulnerable, to be able to be ourselves. And then I think um, empathy is, is really important. I, mm. I don't need sympathy, but I need mm. empathy. I want for, all of those people in my life, my life to at least make an attempt to understand where I'm coming from, right? Just to attempt to feel what I'm feeling, even though they're not, they're not in my shoes. Um, mm. so those are some things that are, are super important words that are important. Mm. To yeah. I think the last point, I always feel that I don't need people to accept who I am or what I do. I'm only asking them to understand where I'm coming from. If you understand, you don't accept, it's fine. But it's giving us the space to be who we are. And then we can choose and they can choose. We can all choose. 
whether we actually want to make that connection work or you know if we understand but you know we can't accept that it's fine then we choose to disconnect you know go our own separate way um like i feel that really you know with the world's changing like the way that it has been um we all have different perspectives we all see things differently we all hear things differently um, and we will change and you know some connection may last for a lifetime some connection will simply you know disappear at some point yeah well i'm mindful of the time i i, I think we should probably wrap up but i i would like to leave with one final thought and then i'll, I'll let you close us out i know after hearing this conversation what i'm going to do to to try to be a better friend to those around me is to allow them the space to be who they truly are. Mm. Sounds fantastic. Can I be one of them? <laughs> Please. This <laughs> <laughs> is really a love letter between me and Kitty here. We're <laughs> right. So half an hour is that. Uh, let's wrap up. So the topic we talk about friends for success is because we feel that you know having friends are. It's such an important thing, but yet the term friend is so loosely defined and very rarely, you know, not many of us would have actually thought about the intention and the meaning that we put behind each word, let alone we're talking about friends for success, because, you know, as we continue to live the way that we do with, the, you know, current issues going on, we do need to have the mental support, the emotional support, physical support and the spiritual support. And they don't just come at us randomly. We have to be selective and very mindful and being aware of how we make those connections. So first and foremost, we talked about today is really understand who we are and therefore know what we need and what we're looking for. And then we know who we can go to. And as we grow older, you know, friends will change. And so will we. So don't cling on to old connections which don't serve us no more. There's no blame, there's no right or wrong. Simply connection can come and go anytime. And friends can come in for a reason, a season for life. Focus on connection, not duration. And the last one is about, you know, friends for, for success. They're not here to fix our problem. So if friends cannot offer concrete solution, it doesn't mean they're bad friends. We, what we want is good listeners who are here to create the space and the platform for us to clear our mind, to clear our emotion, to be good with our spiritual connection. People who actually give us the, the space and encourage us to step up, to be who we are, to step out from our comfort zone. They don't need to push us, but they're just there. And for us, knowing that their presence is there is good enough for us as friends, as that connection that we're referring to today. Anything I've missed out, Lisa? Well said, Kitty, well said. And I, I would just love to hear from our from our viewers, um, their thoughts on experience with friends and what friends mean to them, and particularly in today's world, because this is the normal that we're faced with right now. So I'm just curious how, how our, our viewers are cultivating and maintaining friendships during the year 2020. So leave us some notes in the comments. We'd love to hear from you. Okay. We will do the next session in two weeks time and the details will be coming out shortly. To be determined first and third Wednesday of every month, 8 a.m. Central Time, US, 8 p.m. 
Bangkok time. Absolutely. I'll see you all in a couple of weeks. Bye. Bye, everyone. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye.